the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, we typically start the show every day with something you don't know. That's kind of the definition of a news talk show is that it has to be news. I don't have breaking news for you at the top of the show today. What I have is something you already know, but I'll give you further evidence that it is true, and that is that, man, the Columbus Dispatch is a rag of a newspaper. Uh, This morning, I spent some time, I do it so you don't have to, uh, reading the Dispatch, and it just, you know, occasionally really frosts my pumpkin that they make no attempt, no attempt, zero attempt, to provide a balanced viewpoint on any issues. I mean, I I literally do not know, literally do not know, why anyone would pay a dollar to subscribe to that rag. I will demonstrate why momentarily, but first, uh, the news of the day, a weird day yesterday. We're all across Ohio and really all across the country. We had incidents where people called in supposed mass shooting events at schools And it turned out to be crank calls. Uh, Back in my day, a crank call was you'd call somebody and ask them if their refrigerator was running. Now you call the police and you say there's a school shooter and multiple people have been shot. Olentangy High School victimized yesterday. Uh, School in Springfield, same thing. Uh, Summit County, that's up by Cleveland. That's Akron, actually. Uh, Claremont County, that's down by Cincinnati. Schools in Iowa. Uh, I hope they catch who did this. And I hope they... Throw the absolute book at them because you wonder what the thrill of this is. It is a danger to law enforcement personnel speeding to the scene. It is a danger to kids on the scene because when law enforcement officers arrive with the heightened um, sensitivity to any kind of movement, suspicious movement, whatever, you never know what could happen. It by the very definition of a law enforcement response and mass to one location puts other locations in that same law enforcement jurisdiction at risk because they're not as apt to be protected uh, as quickly as they would be if this was not called in. So this has become a thing around the country. It's called swatting, where you make a call to 911 and you fake it. And I would hope that with our technology these days and being able to pinpoint people according to... uh, GPS satellites and the like, I would hope we'd be able to find out who that is and uh, make them realize that you should never do this and you should definitely never do it again. So hopefully they will find out who that was. Seems coordinated. It's way too big of a coincidence that it happens all throughout the state, north, south, central, all in one day, and it was not a coordinated effort, which makes you wonder what's the end game of that? What are they rehearsing for? What are they practicing for? What are they trying to accomplish? Nothing good. Speaking of nothing good, back to the dispatch. It is laughable the extent to which the dispatch goes on its news pages and on its opinion pages to grovel 
and lick the boots of public school administrators and teachers unions. Uh, When I went to journalism school and when I was a reporter for 25 years, uh, you worked really hard to divorce your stories of any bias one way or the other. I've never subscribed to the theory that reporters aren't biased. Everyone has the ability to form opinions in their own mind. That's natural. That's normal. What can be done with effort and commitment to journalistic ideals is that those things can be ferreted out of your reporting, both by yourself and by editors. Well, now they don't have editors anymore. Uh, People just post their stuff directly to the website, which, of course, is a recipe for disaster, and we see it play out every day on the Dispatch pages. I have friends at the Dispatch. I don't like um, wishing for a day or predicting a day when they will go out of business, but that day will come, and when it does, they will have no one to blame but the activists who they've allowed to take over that newspaper. It is very apparent that they are so in bed with the teachers' unions that we have not one but two stories today, one an opinion piece and one a news story, (laughs) theoretically, uh, that... School choice is terrible, it's awful, it's evil, it's bad. Now, I've seen my share of bad reporting over the years. And I don't know this gentleman, but Cole Barons, you got to do better, dude. He writes such a one-sided story here with nothing but opinions and viewpoints from those who oppose school choice. Now, look, you know I'm pro-school choice, right? I'm paying private school tuition for two daughters, and my daughters wouldn't even go to a woke school overly woke, but there would be elements of their public school education that I would not approve of in the district that we're in. And so we make the financial sacrifice, and it is a financial sacrifice, for them to go to private school. It's a sacrifice transporting them there and transporting them home, and it's a big sacrifice financially. Is it worth it? You bet it is. Because I know that I don't have to worry about their minds being polluted, and I also know that the pace of their education is going to be much faster and the quality of their education is going to be much better given the commitment at this particular private school to educating my students, my daughters, rather. (laughs) Not my students, they're my daughters. Uh, So let's go through Cole Barron's story here. And what you got to keep in mind is he's allowing people to make their assertions, Columbus teachers, Columbus school board, He allows them to make their assertions without ever doing a simple Google search, which is all I did, to find out, well, what is the data for performance in the Columbus public schools? Headline on his story, Columbus City Schools says it will lose millions if tax legislation becomes law. Okay, so what? Now, you got to demonstrate in your story, if that's going to be your headline, why that's a dire consequence. Sure, they might lose it. Okay. What are they doing with the money they're getting? What kind of performance are they delivering for the citizenry. And they, of course, paint this very alarming picture that, oh, my goodness, if House Bill 1 passes and they change the way schools are funded, oh, if House Bill 11 passes, oh, the humanity, the teachers would just be so disadvantaged by this. And the poor students. Jennifer Adair, the head of the Columbus Board of Education, is the first person quoted. They passed a resolution. Ooh, watch out. They passed a resolution. They're against school choice. Shocker. 
Ohio taxpayers and local communities will bear the brunt of having to subsidize parent choice for those parents who choose to never enroll their children in Ohio's quality public schools. Well, that's one way of saying it. It's a very biased way of saying it. Another way of saying it is, what about the parents who now are paying taxes that fund public schools where they don't send their kids? Do we get the option to opt out of paying our local taxes that go to our local public school district? Why not? Why don't we get that option? I think, somewhere in a Wayback Machine, I think we fought a war over taxation without representation. I mean, if my tax dollars are going to support a public school and my kids aren't going to that public school, why should I have to pay my tax dollars to that public school? I'm not getting a single thing out of that public school. Not one thing. Why do I have to fund it? They never, ever, ever address that question, let alone answer it. Jennifer Adair, head of the Columbus Board of Education, said the state should prioritize the students who, by overwhelming numbers, use public schools. Why? Why only them? Why not all students? Why should you only prioritize those who go to public schools? Are the other kids not important? I'm going to bet you, Jennifer Adair, that the highest achieving students in the state of Ohio, on average, come from private schools, not public schools. And since Cole Barron's didn't do it, I'll do it for you. What do you think, first of all, how much do you think Columbus Public Schools gets for every student who attend Columbus Public Schools in state and federal funding? How much do you think they get per student? $19,253. $19,253. You could send your kid to a lot of private schools for half that. That's how much? That's how $19,253. Well, okay, what are we getting for our $19,253, Bruce? According to U.S. News and World Report, how many? what percent of kids at Columbus City Schools, elementary schools, what percent do you think are reading at or above the required level? What percentage? Producer 30, Pam? 30%. Well, it's 40%. Okay. You were guessing low intentionally because you I knew I wouldn't. A, li- a little, yeah. yeah. At middle school, since it's 40% in elementary school, what do you think it is in middle school? should be going up, right? They've been in school longer. They're getting more of that expert teaching from Columbus school teachers. Let's go 50%. Sorry, it's 34%. Oh, goodness. Going down. Oh, We're going no. down. It goes back up in high school, oh, 39%. So 39% of students who spend 12 years in Columbus public schools get out reading at levels they're supposed to be able to read at. In math, you think it's higher or lower in math? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll stick with my 30%. It is uh, in elementary school, 36%. Okay. In middle school, 30%. In high school, 17%. Oh, goodness. Why would we subsidize schools that aren't getting the job done? And they not only want you to subsidize them, they want you to give them more money. They don't want you to give any money to kids going to private schools. What do you think those percentages are at private schools? We don't have those numbers because they don't make those numbers available because the education varies at every private school, of course. But I guarantee you they're higher than they are in Columbus City Schools. So more on the uh, Columbus Board of Education's pushing back against school choice and the dispatch's never-ending effort to demonize school choice. Uh, I gave you the numbers on Columbus City Schools and how they're performing, right? I mean, if you're a parent, you're all about 
getting your child a good education. I don't know of anybody who says, I don't care what kind of education my kid gets. Nobody says that. You want your child to get a good education. And now that you know, according to U.S. News and World Report, that the city of Columbus uh, school students are funded to the D, to the amount of $19,253 a year, you take their total budget divided by the number of students, federal, state, local income taxes, that's what you're paying to send your kid to Columbus City Schools. You say, that sounds like I could send my kid to a private school for that. You could. You could. <laughs> that would cover, just about cover the tuition I pay for two of mine. Yet they do not want you as a parent the teachers' unions don't, the Columbus Board of Education, Cleveland City Schools, Cincinnati City Schools. They're all part of the lawsuit against the expansion of school choice in the state of Ohio. Why are they against that? Well, because they like getting $19,253 per year per pupil, particularly when they don't have to really perform to continue to get it. As I shared with you, the U.S. News and World Report numbers on Columbus City Schools are that 40% of elementary students in Columbus City Schools are at or above the recommended reading level. 36% in math. The numbers go down in middle school to 34% reading and 30% math. In reading, they go up a tad in high school to 39%. But think of that. Only 4 out of 10 students in a Columbus City School high school can read at or above the recommended level. Only four in ten, not even a majority. And more than eight of ten are under the level of proficiency in math. How much do you use math in your daily life? A lot of people say, I don't use math. If you think about it today, just dividing in your head, multiplying in your head, calculating, subtracting, adding, you use math a lot. What kind of disadvantage are you at as a graduate or a dropout of Columbus City Schools if you can't do math at a proficient level. And we're not talking about an A-plus student level. We're talking about a C-level, being average at it. They can't do it in Columbus City Schools, yet they want more money. And they will guarantee you if they get more money, they'll do a better job. They promise they'll do a better job. Yeah, sure they will. Uh, Columbus Board of Education member Eric Brown says that uh, a change in how schools are funded if Derek, uh, excuse me, if Jason Stevens, the Speaker of the House, gets his flat tax, uh, Mr. Brown on the Columbus Board of Education says, I view House Bill 1 as an existential problem for public education, and if it were to pass, we would decline rapidly. Well, there, you know, I'll give you some comfort there, Mr. Brown. Given your test scores, you don't have very far to drop. You wouldn't drop that far because you're already well on your way to being completely inept and inadequate. Columbus Board of Education, of course, opposes both House Bill 1 and House Bill 11. House Bill 11 is the backpack bill, which would give you as a parent not the 19000 Sorry about your luck. You're still going to have to pay your taxes. But you would get about $7,500. Send your child to a private school or a charter school. It would go into an education savings account. But the people in public education would have you know that if this goes through, it could cost the state of Ohio as much as $1.1 billion per year. Well, don't we have like five times that in the rainy or 20 times that in the rainy day fund? I think we do. Yet the assertion 
of the Columbus Board of Education and other big city boards of education are that vouchers and educational savings accounts and the like hurt Ohio. They don't say how. They just say it does. You're not supposed to ask questions. Here's their resolution that they passed, shockingly, unanimously. Under a universal backpack scholarship program, Ohio would be authorizing an excessive and physically irresponsible rebate refund program that will subsidize families currently paying tuition at private schools as well as homeschool students. You know what I find physically irresponsible? I find physically irresponsible giving $19,253 to a school system that does a crap job educating students. But that story wasn't enough for the dispatch today. No, they had to double down. And they found uh, somebody to write an op-ed. Now, op-ed, it's interesting, an op-ed page, what do you think that stands for? How do you think the opinion page in a newspaper got to be called op-ed? Op means opposing. Ed means education, right? Education or opposing opinions that will help educate you to all facets of the story. However, I've noticed a uh, very bothersome trend on the dispatch's op-ed page. There's never an opposing opinion. Nothing that's ever talking about how ludicrous gender-affirming care is. And in this case, certainly nothing that is about voicing the pro side of the school choice issue. I will tell you what's in this op-ed, but first let's talk with Stephen on the west side. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the Bruce Willis Show. How you doing? Good. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, I don't I think about money. You know, I don't think that they're worried about getting that $19,000. I think it's about control. They just want to control your children. I, you know, that's what it seems like to me anyway. They've always been out to control our kids, and uh, that's just another part of it. I don't disagree with you. I actually think it's about both. I think it's about the money and it's about control. And uh, well, they, they the, like their money. That's true. Well, they do. If you if you look at how they everything every aspect they want to control your kids. They don't want the parents involved and all that. To me, school choice is definitely a no no for them. You know they. <laughs> They can't have that. Well, they can't. You're right, Stephen. I appreciate the call. The reason why they can't have it is because private schools are responsive to parents. You hear occasionally on this air, you hear commercials for uh, Columbus Classical Academy, which is starting next year, Hillsdale College curriculum. And what do you hear the headmaster of the school, Dan Gibson, say? We're partners with parents. We're partners with parents. We want you to know what your child is being taught in school. And the reason why they want that is because they have to be accountable to parents at public at charter schools and private schools because if they're not, what's going to happen? Students are going to leave. But you're right, Stephen. The public schools, they don't want you to have that option. They want it to be physically painful for you to take your kid out of public school because, oh, that's free, right? Oh, it's free. doesn't cost me anything. Oh, you're already paying a ton of money to send them there. It's hard to not say, I'm going to take advantage of that and send my kid there, but not if they're going to be indoctrinated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.